Hey everyone, welcome to the Waterlad Podcast. I'm James Marshall and this episode, as always, is brought to you by Fortune Favours Beer. And today's guest is a beer guru and he'll be sampling a few beers on the show today. But anyway, today's guest may not be the biggest name in the game, but that's not what this podcast is called. It's called What A Lad and What A Lad He Is. Without a doubt, one of the biggest lads in the game. It is Tasman Marco legend Tim O'Malley. Welcome Bruce, thanks mate, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jimmy. Good to be here, mate. What an intro, eh? Mm. Jeez. Wow. So what brew are you sampling today? Let's. Well, uh, Jimmy, to start off the sampling, I'm going to be delving into uh, 4.5% Fortune Favours Trailblazer Hoppy Lager. Mm. <laughs> and you have a very good beer palate. You're the um, president of the Tasman Marco Book Club, where you try a lot of different beers, so I'll be really interested to get your opinion on this brew. Yep, I've, uh, I've delved into a few of these, Jimmy. Oh, cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, so I'm looking forward to to having another crack on this. Oh, you've tried it before. This one's for Tazzy. Cheers. Beautiful. Oh, you enjoy <laughs> it. Oh, your face just lit up. How good. He loves it. I'm not a big uh, craft beer drinker, no. Jimmy, but um, you know, I'm not against it. Yeah, and I'm I'll, growth mindset, so I'm happy to I'm happy to sort of yeah. expand the palate. I've noticed that with your book club. Obviously, you've got a lot of guys around to the book club. You're doing really good things in that space, and um, I've noticed you trying and sampling a lot of different tastes, and just seeing your your growth of not only your mindset but your palate has been awesome to watch. Thanks, mate. It means a lot. Yeah, appreciate it, Jim. Always good to get the feedback uh, on the book club because obviously um, week to week the buy-in is, is up and down. Yeah. So, uh, you know, always encouraging to get those those positive messages. So, How have you gone about um, promoting it at this stage? <laughs> oh, it's been um, it's been strictly on the, the players' chat, um, which hasn't been too successful yeah. uh, in terms of buy-in. But I'll probably take that on myself and um, and and look to go s- some different avenues. Yeah. Maybe get a poster up in the team room. Nice. Um, you know, put a check down beside your name if you're keen to come. Or yeah. um, we did talk about starting up the old Facebook page. Yeah. Which obviously you're uh, in charge of. So um, <laughs> if you can get onto that, that'd be good. <laughs> I think Mark Bright was the original president, so he might have the login still. But if Brighty, if you're listening, still playing rugby at 41 years old. Puts a lot of that down to book clubs, so yeah, um, it does some good things. Alex Ainley, another founding member, yet to feature at yet. the twenty twenty book club, yes, which is interesting. So, um, Bone, we'll get him along next week. Mm. Anyway, I want to start with how did you get your nickname, Bruce? Everyone calls you Bruce, and I actually don't know how you got the nickname, and I'd love to know. Yeah, um, I'm actually not a hundred percent sure either, Jimmy. It's sort of, <laughs> it's sort of. Sparked up uh, twenty must have been twenty eighteen Tasman season. Um, it was a bit of a running joke, sort of between Tim Perry, myself, um, Tom Hill, maybe earlier on with that, and it was kind of just you know banter around um, sort of a southern a southern bloke's name, and you know Bruce sort of fits well. Um, I think a fair bit to do with it is the. Um, Underlying love of Bruce Springsteen. Oh yeah. yeah so that uh, if anyone asks, the, the short answer is because I enjoy Bruce Springsteen. Mate, but yeah, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure on it. But oh, look, I'm pretty heavy with it. You've claimed it, haven't yeah, you? Like yeah. everyone calls you Bruce. Yeah, yeah. 
it's sort of a strict, you know, from August to November oh, okay. is all, all, all it is is Bruce, and then the other months of the year it's back to Tim, which takes a bit of transition. But yeah, yeah, yep. No, I'm uh, pretty happy with it. Have, would you ever think about getting a f- official name change? Um, making it legal, probably haven't haven't thought about that too much. <laughs> um, more sort of along the lines of uh, naming. Naming, I, I thought maybe you know a son could be like a Bruce. Yeah, um, be good. obviously got to get that checked off um, <laughs> first. But uh, yeah, so somewhere somewhere along there, I'm sure I, you I personally in. find it a little bit weird when the commentators call you Tim, mm. and I sort of think double think to myself, who is yeah. who is this Tim guy? But yeah, B dot O'Malley in the twenty two jumper. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> that word. <laughs> so maybe you could even just. Potentially word it to the commentators. Have you got Nisbo's number? <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> TJ, he's a good, uh, he's a good Picton man. Actually. Yeah, he he's would, probably he would, the man to he'd start. He'd probably get around that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think you actually only have to get it signed off with your team manager to write down your name, and because a lot of guys change their name quite often, yeah. a lot of Islander oh, right. will change yeah. their name like yeah. that. So. Good to know. Yeah. Let's try it. Yeah, we'll give it a go. <laughs> Oh, anyway, let's go back to the start for Big Bruce. Where did you grow up? What were you like? Grew up in uh, in the Maniatoto, Central Otago. Um, we've got a, a sheep and beef farm down there. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was that was a pretty awesome spot to grow up. Um, yeah, we were just sort of, my brother and I would, would be, we were, we were two of the ten people at, at Payrow School. Um Ten people, ten, legit. Ten, ten kids, yeah. Real. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Sort of one classroom, you know, everyone's in there together, so um, it was good times. One teacher, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Ten yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was, I think it got up to a to a bumping uh, uh, 17 at one point. Uh, the school's now Two shut. Two classes. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they built, yeah, they built another room when, when they got to 17. Um, but no, it was good. It was it was pretty awesome growing up there. Um, and then, and then... Went to actually went to Waihe, which was a boarding school at year, year my year eight, because um, there wasn't many kids left in in Peira. Yeah, and then went to St Kevin's in Omaru, um from there. So, did yeah. you board there? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. so uh, plenty of years in the dorms, which was good. So, did you go there, board there from the first year at college? Yeah, all yeah. the way through. Yeah, all the way through. Yeah, so that one year at Waihe was boarding. So boarding from year eight through to. Oh, year yeah. 13 how'd yeah. you find that that was good mate I enjoyed it yeah yeah no uh you know ups and downs as you get in a hostel but no <laughs> we, we had some good some good um lads running around there so it was it was good times and your rugby when did you get into the rugby oh well, we always loved it growing up you know down especially down south good Andrew Hall country um it's yeah rugby sort of just what you do from four years old and and then through school it was good um St Kevin's was obviously we were we weren't the the best team getting about, but yeah, um, yeah battlers would be the way to describe it. So. What about you personally? Were you the next level? Were you a step no. above the rest of the kids? No, no, not at all. Like it was always just you know you made the first fifteen. You made the first fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were sort of um, we we had good players. Um, probably just it was in that era where. Other schools were really getting a lot of imports, and yeah. we were just, you know, uh, small yeah. um, farm boys. That, you know, yeah. the, the tackle percentage was high, and the work <laughs> rate was through the roof. But you know, gain line was was not great, so we struggled a bit. But um, yeah, no, it was good. You know, 
And what position did you play? Uh, I was a halfback for a start. Um, sort of didn't grow towards fifth form, maybe. So mm. halfback and then Good first pass. five. Oh, bit slow through the year, but yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> first five, second five, bit of fullback. So and just sort of stuck there. Yeah, you know, stuck in the ten, twelve. Um, after school. So what was the pathway from school? So I went. Um, yeah, obviously played a couple of years, first 15 at St Kevin's and then actually my seventh form year, um, I was sort of lucky enough to to get picked for the North Otago Heartland team, well, yeah. which was cool. So I was actually, yeah, I was picked on the wing, um, probably the slowest winger getting around <laughs> New Zealand provincial rugby and that's no joke to me. Um, there's a clip on YouTube and I don't know what it's under but the boys found it a couple of years ago and it's sort of... 17-year-old Bruce tearing back trying to catch a Poverty Bay winger and it's probably one of the more embarrassing um, have to rugby moments. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, the work rate was there. Um, but no, top end was lacking. So, but no, um, 17 years old, that's so young to be playing at that level of rugby though. Yeah, yeah, so 17 going on 18. Um, good time actually because as I ticked over 18, obviously we had a few away trips. Yeah. So, you know... Um, Warrior Bush, we stayed in Wellington. Yeah, you know, got a got a taste of that. It was pretty cool. And Gisborne, we actually lost the semi final to East Coast oh, in really? Ruatoria, and had a night out in Gisborne, which um, which was an opener. <laughs> ended bet. up ended up going to a party across the bridge, uh, the band side of town, and was sort of sitting there going, "No, nope, I uh, <laughs> need to get out of here pretty quick." <laughs> so I did, luckily, and then um, but always had some good yarns to go back to at the hostel. You know, get yeah. back on a Sunday and. Tell the boys what been up to, so it was good. Sure, you would have been, the boys would have been loving you. It was good, yeah. Yeah, no, it was good uh, Good times anyway. I think we, it was uh, 50 bucks or something like that per game, so. You got paid 50 yeah, bucks? Oh. Yeah, it was 50 or 100, I can't remember. But yeah, you get, you know, a bit of cash every game, which is, which is pretty cool. <laughs> first, first contract. Yeah, yeah. So did you play for them the following year? No, so How left, yeah, seventh form and then. I went to uh, Bay of Plenty after that, went to the academy there, um, Otago Academy, we weren't interested, um, and anyone down there, but the, the coach of North Otago, Barry Matthews, the rat, absolute legend, <laughs> um, he had contacts up there and, and just said, look, you know, there's a, a wee skinny white kid here who's pretty keen to have a crack, and, and yeah. yeah, went up there and um, studied, did a um, Bachelor of Sport and Rec up there through AUT, and did the academy in Bay of Plenty, so... Did you just move up there by yourself? Yep, yeah, yep. went up there. I've got an um, auntie and uncle who live just out of Tauranga, so that was good to have them there, but... Um, you stayed with them? No, no, I was just living... Uh, student flats was oh. the first place, so that was, yeah. And then sort of jumped in a flat with uh, some boys from the rugby club, so... A good good, good change, so, you know, like growing up in Otago and then moving to the Mount was um, yeah. was a good change, so... Did you make Bay of Plenty? No, I was, no. was sort of just uh, academy and... Wider training group and that never never got a game. How how long was that time period? Three years. Three years yeah. of just training away, training away, doing and what you um, can. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, good times. I met some uh, some bloody good mates up there, and um, yeah. And then was it the move down to Tasman? Yeah, yeah. So I came down to Tasman twenty sixteen. Um, actually, originally came down for the job as the um, RDO for Waitawi, the oh, mighty Picton club. Yeah. Yep, um, and then, you know, and, and the club was sort of just after a first five as well, so 
jumped in the air and played. Were you still of, chasing your rugby dream at the stage? I was, but I can vividly remember um, talking to one of my mates. I said, oh, I'm going down to, to sort of Tasman area. Um, and they go, oh, well, they've got Banksy and Mitch Hunter just signed there as well. So I was still, you know, I was still keen to, to have a good crack at it, but I was sort of thinking, you know, if you can't make Bayer Plenty, you're going to struggle to make Tasman, yeah. you know. Um, but um, went through the club season and um, and Rangi was was coaching then and he was sort of like, look, you know, we've probably got an eye on you here and it might be a, might be a spot for you. So, um, and it all just sort of went from there. And was that just from your club form that he had an eye on you or had he seen you somewhere else? No, it was just, yeah, through club rugby. Um, and then, they you know, they have the pre-season games and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it all, it all worked out pretty good, really. And you got a contract that first year. Yep, yep. It was sort of a, it went sort of a roundabout to get there. Um, we finished, how did it go? We finished the one of the last pre-season games uh, against Counties, had a meeting with Ringy the next day, and he said, oh, look, you know, we're, We'd, we'd sort of like to have you in the team, but there's there's no room in the squad this year. So mm. we, um, his uh, cousin was the coach of the Southland Stags, oh, yeah. and he said, "Oh, I think that they're after a ten, so we might loan you out down there yeah. for a year." And at the time, I was like, "Yeah, you beauty." I was yeah. just I was just really keen to, to a have a crack yeah. anywhere, and um, obviously Southland. You know, growing up in Otago, you always yeah, yeah. you know aware of the Stags and and the sort of. The way they go about things, I was, so I was, just, I was fizzed, went down there and did um, sort of three or four weeks pre-season and then it was uh, the day before the we were supposed to have a pre-season game against Otago or something and um, Ringy gave me a call and he goes, oh, um, Banksy's tweaked his hammy. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> In the uh, Highlanders quarterfinal or something, so we're going to get you back for the season. Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. Yeah, and then on the plane the next day and True. Um, came back up and... and um, Oh, Banksy's hammy actually pulled through pretty good. He, <laughs> he was back at two weeks later. I only got one game that year. But <laughs> so, what did you feel? Were you kind of gutted, or did we just stoked to be back? At I, was, I was. I was pretty happy at Tassie, just learning. You know, off off Banksy and the guys that were there. Yeah. Um, Ringy was. You know, they knew a lot. Yes, yeah, so I was pretty happy just learning and and could sort of feel things were getting better. Yeah. At trainings and that, and then so it probably worked out well because if I, to be fair, if I had a game at the start of that season. Um, and the stacks juicier. I probably would have been, uh, you know, battling a bit. Um, so by the time I got a game at the end of 2016, I was, um, yeah, probably a bit more ready for it. So yeah. Yeah, in the long run, worked out well. Yeah, and four years later, you've had some career in that jersey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where would you want to be? It's um, it's a pretty good spot, mate, as you know. Uh, good group of boys around here, and, you know, the, on, the on-field stuff speaks for itself. The boys have had a good few years, but, you know, it's all the stuff off-field that... Why well, I really love it here, and yeah, yeah no. couple of highlights throughout your Tasman career. Uh, obviously, winning the final last year, mm. which is pretty cool. In the in the days that followed that, mm. um, and then probably just the do's, yeah, the do's <laughs> behind that. Uh, something else. Um, that first year, that you know, twenty sixteen, I just really didn't know what I was in for. Yeah. Um, so that was yeah. What did you guys lose the final that year? Yeah, we lost the final Canterbury. to Canterbury and. Um, in Christchurch, I wasn't, I wasn't in the 23, so uh, Tom Hill and myself would sort of made a day of it. Um, mm. we, we, were, we, were, we were going fairly good by the time the, the other boys <laughs> had a beer at the end of the game, so I think there's a photo somewhere of you know, me and Reed and 
Nink and whoever, and I'm sort of looking sideways. And so, was that game here? No, it was in Christchurch. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was good times, and that was yeah, an eye opener in the, in the start of uh, start of that. So that was cool. And then um, out of nowhere, you get picked up by the Utah Warriors. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, what year was that? Twenty nineteen. So yeah, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. When I Yeah, thanks. Twenty eighteen. Um, Tasman season winding up wasn't really much, much else going on, and you know, just it was either go back and do the RDO job again, which don't get me wrong, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's it was good times, you know, forty hour work week, and you'd, you'd work all of five hours, so, um, and really good buggers over there, and, and picked up the Waitoi boys are, are good lads, but I was you know just had the opportunity to go over and, and keep playing footy in the states, and um, so I thought why not, and went over and. First half of the year there, and then and then back to Tassie. So good. How, way did, how did you get? Where did that opportunity come from? Uh, I think it was just through. They have obviously just got in touch with my agent. my agent, oh, yeah, yeah. and he just sort of said, "What do you reckon? You want to go over here?" And I was like, "Yeah, go on." What was it like? It was good. Like it was good. Um, Utah's a pretty conservative sort of area. Is it? Um, yeah, it's heavily populated by Mormon. Mormon. I think it's like the. Mormon capital of the world or oh, something, really? Salt Lake City. Um, but that, you know, great people. But just probably, you know, um, we were sort of touched on the off-field stuff before they sort of don't delve into that as much as um, you well, Is this your teammates? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah well, yeah, the, well yeah. yeah, yeah. Mormon Mormons aren't allowed to drink, Jimmy. You see, yeah, so, so your teammates was angling all, at, yeah, all Mormons. To, um, 80% maybe. Oh, were they? Yeah, oh, true. Yeah, so... Good buggers, yeah. real good buggers, and I think a, a few of them would quite enjoy a few beers. Yeah, but obviously they just that's not um, not their religion. So fair play to them. And um, so you would have struggled. Well, we sort of <laughs> we sort of had a nucleus of about ten guys made up of a couple of Kiwis, uh, South African, uh, a guy from Hawaii, and stuff who would just send it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we'd sort of pile I'd like a, a minivan and run it, boys, with Friday night game. Rough to Vegas at six AM tomorrow. So <laughs> whoever's in the van's coming, and, and we just sort of make. How far was there. Vegas? Six hours drive. Was it? Yeah, yeah. The six hours down there was uh, probably the most exciting six hour trip we've been in. But then you flip it around, the six hours home was was tough, mate. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, all all that was good. You know, like, um, the rugby was all right. We, we struggled. We got a copped a few hidings. Um, but the off-field stuff was good fun. Like the state's a great place. Yeah, good, good experience. It was, mate. Yeah, and then came back to Tassie. Yeah, and then the following year, you get picked up in Japan. That's right, Jimmy. Um, How did that come about? Yeah, that's. Uh, so obviously we've come back. Um, it was last year. So Tassie, we went through and, and won the won the comp, which was pretty pretty exciting and then we've just really lost ourselves the next few days um so the game's on saturday we've had a couple of days uh i think next sort of gone into detail about that so i won't get too much to do it but listen to that Alex, yeah go to next podcast and listen to it um but anyway it was the tuesday um boys are absolutely running on fumes and we've gone out for a golf day and uh, up the mai tai not much coverage so my phone's off absolutely under it not much phone coverage or well coverage yeah, yeah, <laughs> both, both. Mate. Um, I've turned my phone back on, and I've got a message from my agent on sort of all the t- text and a message, and his Instagram message me. He's like, <laughs> "Fucking ring me!" Like, um, NEC want to want to Skype you? We have a Skype with you? 
Yeah. So I've rung him back. We're at the we're at the 19th at this stage. <laughs> um, I've rung him back and just had a bit, probably about a seven minute debrief about how my golf went. And he's just sort of going, yeah, yeah, that's great. He goes, Geez, you're bloody sideways, aren't you? I said, yeah, I am. And he goes, well, sober up, mate. You need to, um, NEC want to Skype you. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, and I've gone, yep, sweet as. Not knowing, I don't know where they were, like anything about them. I've just gone, yep, sweet, and yeah. phone down and kept going with the boys. And I, I woke up the next morning on the Wednesday, and I sort of was like, wasn't sure if that conversation had happened or I just dreamed it. Yeah. So I had to text him in the morning and say, did we have a conversation? And he goes, yeah, we did, so. Fucking sober up, mate. Oh, so you had the Skype the next day? No, like two days later. Oh, two yeah, yeah, so really heaps of time. Sure, pull it together. Yeah, yeah, it was good. For so, how did the Skype go? Oh, it's good. Yeah, it was no, just a, it was it was like a um, I thought it was just me going to be having a yarn with one of the guys. The the screen turns on and you know I'm sort of still in pieces. Yeah, and, it, and it's like a full conference call with all the yeah you know, the coaches and the CEO, I guess, around them and yeah, and they're chatting and translating. And then I'm sort of it was a full-on interview, yeah. You, know? um, you obviously did well. Yeah, well, I think I just sort of. What did you say? Uh, I can't remember all of it. All I remember was them. One of the questions was, "How would you describe yourself? What no? What's the best way to describe yourself? Your rugby or something?" And, and the word I used was balanced. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, yeah, uh, you know, on field, off field. So, and they've obviously they've obviously been all about it, mate. Because I was on a plane in a few weeks, so. That's good. Yeah. Balanced. Balanced, yeah. And how was your Japanese experience? Oh, it's good to be that, Jimmy. Mm. Um, it was good. It was good. We're over there for, well, we pre-season through December, Christmas and New Year, and then we the season started in January. We got about four or five games in, and then COVID hit, so season season uh, stopped there. And then we, yeah, we, so we, we came back into... When, when was it? End of March? Yeah. Whenever COVID was. We, we were like the last flight back into oh, New really? Zealand. That we flew in the day of the lockdown. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. We were, we were sort of all still training over there. Sort of the world's falling to pieces, but they were just maintaining that, no, everything's fine. <laughs> so we're in the gym and then the um, the announcement, Jacinda comes on and goes, oh, well, we're going into lockdown on Wednesday. Yeah. So we're like, oh, well, went back and booked flights and flew out the next day and got back in Wednesday yeah, Wednesday lunchtime and it was locked down that night. So. Wow. Did you pack up your apartment and all that? Yeah, yeah. Pretty rushed. <sighs> brought we, it all back. Yeah, brought it back. Um, yeah, what well, we could bring back and then oh, I didn't have a lot over there. Yeah. So, so brought my clothes back and... That's the main thing. It was good. Back down to the farm for lockdown, so... Yeah. My brother had just got back from Scotland. Hadn't seen him for a year or so, so it was a fairly hefty month <laughs> catching up. <laughs> yeah, so it was good. Yeah. How did you find the Japan lifestyle? It was good, mate. It was good. Obviously, so different, you know, um, different to the South Island of New Zealand. But we had a really, really good crew of foreigners over there, like uh, Sam Sammy Himwood, as it? you know. Yeah, yeah. The self self proclaimed people's champion. <laughs> um, he once drunk four strongs. Yeah. Well, that was so we, we would sort of it was. We were about an hour's train ride from Tokyo Central, you know, from the, the bars where you want to be. And it was sort of <laughs> mandatory you're having a strong zero on the train. Um, so we had to have some good nights over there. Um, it was good. We had a good crew. Like, he was there. Beaver was over there. Oh, yeah. Absolute legend of a man. Because um, you were a big Beaver fan too, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, big Beaver fan. I, yeah. think I mean, I mean, who's not a big Beaver fan? Yeah, but yeah. didn't you – is it true you asked him for a – photo after yeah. the game at halftime yeah, or something yeah it was uh 
what happened there. Uh, I, I was, just saw this on your Instagram. Last yeah, night, we were. Yeah, we played counties. I don't know what year it was. I was. Just, oh, I can't remember what year. He's at ten, and I'm at ten for Tassie, and get yeah. to half time, we run up the sheds, and um, he's in front of me. I've just sort of tapped. I, I met him a few years ago. Previously, at, um, Andrew Hall had his cricket match. Oh yeah, I sort of didn't really meet him. I, he was there, and you know, sort of admiring from afar. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're running up the tunnel, and I've sort of tapped him, tapped him on the ass and said, and a slew sort of rushed, nervous. Yeah, oh, get out, mate. Yeah. Um, we looked to grab a photo after the game, with me, and he sort of turned around, going, "Who the fuck?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, get on, yeah." And then we got a photo, and um, yeah, that was I'd, at half time. Yeah, half time run up the, up the tunnel. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, yeah, big fan, you know. Um, just had to make sure I had it locked in, you know. So, but I, I never actually, I never um, brought that up with him over in Japan. Oh, did you not? I was too embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So, it's pretty yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the boys have put me up. The boys have said you've got to get a photo with them, you know. So, um, yeah. But that's pretty cool. You obviously got to know him pretty well over in Japan. Your your hero, your idol. You got to spend some good quality time. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, for went to a sumo wrestling event. Yeah, it was, it was good. A um, few nights on the gas and, yeah, a few games and that, so it was good. Good times in yeah, Japan. good times, mate. Where to next? So, so we came back a month down at the farm, down in Maniatoto, and then just back to um, Blenheim. We just bought a house, actually. George oh, and yeah. I just bought a house, so that was cool. Moved in there and got that all um, set up, and then I was just working out in, uh, out in the archery on a, on a vineyard out there, just doing yeah. a bit of fencing and all the jobs that you need to get done over the winter, so it was good. So that just sort of passed the time till Tassie started up and, yeah. Now you're back into it. Back into it, mate. Carving up. Yeah. After yeah. impressive 20 off the bench last weekend. Yeah, I enjoyed the collars. Right, Collar jerseys were cool. Suited you. Yeah, yeah. I tried to keep it up, but it was coming down a bit. So, yeah, no, it'll be a good, uh, good farm shirt in the future. For sure. And what's the future plans for you? Um, finish after Might attend Look to go back over the States As a new oh, yeah. team Yeah One of the new uh, Teams in Dallas Dallas Yeah Yeah So I've been uh, Having a yarn With the guy over there uh, He's an Irish Irish fella Who's in charge And seems like a good bugger And Yeah um, Yeah it'd be good, good Take the girlfriend over Yep 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 George is keen to come over So that'd be cool Yeah Get over and uh, I mean Texas mate You know Fairly well suited, yeah. I think sure. so. Is this COVID depending? Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, it's it's already been pushed back um, a couple of months from where it was supposed to start, and that. So we'll just yeah see where it's at. Obviously, if it's no good to to play, then it's not going to go ahead. So, mm. but um, that's the plan at this stage. And so. then are you back for Tassie? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't got anything sorted yet, mate. But Tassie um, for life. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. Tassie, mate, where, would you, where else would you want to be? Oh, nowhere. And what about um, after rugby? Have you got RDO for life sort of no, job no. sorted? Or probably, what, done with, <laughs> probably done with dashes and RDO, Jimmy. What's your sort of plan? Um, oh, nothing really um, in concrete. Not really too sure um, what, what I'd like to do, but oh, I just enjoy sort of, you know, something, something to do with um, hanging around with people and, you know, wouldn't want to sort of be on my own anywhere. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I you're mean, a social bloke. Social bloke, yeah. So, um, you know, enjoy the the rural side of things as well. So maybe something there, but um, who knows, mate? Just sort of take it as it comes. You still a, you're still at a. How old are you? Twenty eight. 
26. 26, still yeah. like heaps of time in the game. Yeah, depending on how the hips hold up, mate. How are the hips? They're all right. Yeah, they're sort of... Bit door? Yeah, sort of. They click and lock every now and then, as you know. <laughs> so uh, I'll sort of, yeah, keep playing till they, till they give out on me, mate. And then well, uh, hopefully they like sort of last longer than mine. Yeah. Okay, we've got a few questions here. Like, obviously, every time I get a big name like yourself on, the questions come flowing. This one's not really a question, though. This is someone's asked you about, as a young fella, you've actually mentioned Hori a few times in this mm. podcast. So. Um, you went up to the Hurricanes with Andrew Hall. What was that all about? And how do you know Andrew Hall? Yeah, well, um, our farm in the Manitoto's neighbour, neighbouring with with Worry's farm. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so back when I was a young fella and he was playing at the Canes and Taranaki and all that, um, we sort of, I just, uh, yeah, it started, I was just a big fan, basically. Used to yeah. write him letters and that, and he'd sort of write letters <laughs> back. And he was bloody good, mate. Like, he'd, you know, he'd always look after us whenever they're playing. Carish Brook and that, he'd get me along and sit on the bench with the with the boys. Oh, and cool. What age were you here? Oh, like 18. Eight, eight, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, young fella. And then, but I was at school and uh, in year 12 or something, and he just rung up and said, oh, look, is when he was captain at the Canes. Oh, Were yeah. you there? No. 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 Um, I'm not that old. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and he just basically rung up and said, oh, I was up here, do you want to come up and hang out for a week? And I was yeah. like, yeah, sure do. So I went up there for a week and, um, yeah, just sort of, you know, jumped in with the with the trainings. And oh, that, you did the with trainings the backs. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, True. Was, what was the – because they had a few injuries at the time, so I was sort of making up numbers in the dirties. It was like – I think Perry Weaver was at nine. Yeah. Um, who else was there? Like, there was a young Bowden Barrett was running around. Oh, yeah. So what year was it? 2011. Like Would it mean, yeah, 2011. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Nonu was there. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. I'm sort of running around going, gee whiz, this is pretty cool, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so that was a good week. But, yeah, he was, uh, Corey would always do do things like that. He's a bloody top man. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And did you? You obviously must have spent a bit of time with him down at the farm, or not really? He yeah. was always too busy. Yeah, well, he, he was sort of you know there, there in a way and with his rugby, but you know he quite often just sort of call in and have a few beers when he was back and um, yeah. stuff like that. So normally catch up around duck shooting and uh, and his cricket match every year. So yeah, yeah. That's another goes leads me on to another question: best duck shooting experience. It's a good question, actually. Well. Where we do our duck shooting, it's sort of uh, there's a group of about twenty blokes get down every year. It's been going for like the same families on the same farms for about a hundred years, more yeah. than a hundred years down in in Peria. and um, they do almost like a draft the night before of who shoots with who in the Mimos. Yeah, I'm a terrible shot, by the way. To just put that in there. Um, so they've done the draft, and I've been. Put in a my my with uh, my old man and uh, someone else. And my old man's actually gone. Oh, um, can we swap Tim for Pete, my brother? Because Pete's a better shot. <laughs> and he never. He, the poor bastard can't live this down. Like he swears he didn't say it, but yeah, he's not wrong. So I've been put in a my my with a couple of old heads. Um, you know, and 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 they were just sort of like the check that night was. You know, a young Tim. I think I would have been early 20s they're like you're in for it you know these guys are drinking whiskey all day yeah oh, here we go so I've prepped myself up for it on the way to the Mai Mai the next day um, in the truck at I don't know 5.30 we've found out that one of these older fellas has just 
is getting married the following week or something. So it turned into a stag do. So this. <laughs> How old are you here? Oh, 21, maybe, oh, 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it turned into Bluey stag do. And it was basically just, you know, had a bit of a shoot for a start. Weren't many ducks around. Guns were up, unloaded um, by about 7 8 o'clock yeah. and just into it. So by the time my brother and old man walked over at lunchtime, I, you know, had a three quarters of a bottle of gin to myself and <laughs> the others were asleep outside and I've gone home and um, for lunch at the, sh- at the duck shooting quarters and walked out the back for a, you know, for a bit of a lie down and fallen asleep for about four hours. <laughs> and then I've woken up to a ruckus and I've walked over and they're like, oh, here you go. And we thought you were shooting. No, no, no. Still sleeping. My brother goes, right, we'll go for a night shoot. So we've gone back out um, and him and I have, Continued to have another bottle of gin, so it was kind of like two days, two nights, but it was all in one day. Oh, that's nasty! Yeah, so um, that was that was a good experience. So, yeah, all, all sorts of stuff going on, but um, that was one of the greats. Didn't didn't fire a shot all day. Yeah, yeah. What an experience. Okay, this question: top three New Zealanders to have dinner with. It's a bloody tough question. Mm. Um, I think I know one. I would say. My brother. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. Cooks a good feed too. Yeah. He'd be there. Um, I'd probably say Hori. He'd yeah. be in there. Yeah, he's a good time. Um, yeah. Chuck Beaverin. <laughs> he's got some good chat. I mean, mate, there's so many people I could invite to dinner. There's, there's, there's countless. Um, you know. There you go. Can Even we have more? Can we have more coming <laughs> or just three? Three. I well, mean, you've, you've chosen three pretty great ones there. Okay. Have you ever been done DUI? Yes, I have, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear the yarn? Up to you. Yeah, I'll tell the yarn. It's good yarn. Go on. Okay. Um, first year out of school, December. Hori's cricket match. Down, oh, jeez, you and Hori. Down in Pettyrella. <laughs> um, we've finished, it's sort of a, it's a three-day event, so it's sort of lawn bowls Thursday night and big night. Yeah. Cricket, there's a 2020 on the Friday, yeah. which is his, you know, Andrew's team versus Charlie's team, his brother. And then the Saturday's a golf day, and we had a pretty big day at golf, winding things down, um, not really, but we're at the... Um, at a house in Petty Row, it's getting out of hand. Like there's rowing machines getting thrown across the room, and oh. I'm just I'm just in a state where I'm like I just can't keep going. Like yeah. I'm, I'm fizzling out here. Yeah, we live about 20 minutes up the road, um, up a gravel road, yeah. and I've had a fair bit to drink, and I've walked out, jumped in my car, and it was actually Brendan Laney came running out and goes, "What are you doing, mate? Like yeah. where are you going?" So I'm going home. Buff, I've had enough. I can't. I can't drink anymore. He goes, "We well, probably shouldn't do that. You get get back inside." I said, "Yeah." I've carried on anyway. I've got to the bridge uh, in Petera, single lane bridge, and I just remember looking at it, and it was swaying sort of back and forth. I've, you know, I've had too much to drink. I've yeah. made the made the smart decision, turn around. Never, never should have driven in the first place. Yeah, I'll go stay at my uh, at my granddad's place. Old Dougie, he lived just up the road. Um, so I so I did a U turn to go back round, um, which sort of comes out past the Petera pub, and there's a big sweeping corner that comes down from the from the north, and like. The Manitoba is as isolated as it gets. You know, we're a long way from anywhere. Yeah, it's three in the morning on a Saturday, and I see these lights right at the top of the straight, and yeah. I've gone, "Oh, well, that's going to be someone involved in this sort of party." 
So I'll sit here and have a beer and listen to Bruce Springsteen and wait till they get here and have a yarn with them. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, the radio's up, I've got a beer. And as it gets closer and they come around the corner, uh, it's obviously a cop car and they're just staring at me. Yeah, probably the only car they've seen for the last hour. Yeah. So they were obviously swung around it to have a yarn and I've just without thinking just slammed it in reverse and just reversed back and then tried to there's a back way you can get out of the, behind the patio pub yeah. in reverse I'm in a Nissan Maxima put it in drive floor it around the corner didn't take the corner wide enough straight over a corrugated iron fence what you were trying to get away from trying to get away oh, yeah because yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I sort of in my mind had this belief that if I can just get out the back here, I'll get away. <laughs> so I've done a reverse forward over a fence, turned wrong into a like a brick wall, yeah. stationary, and they, all they've done is like a simple U-turn. So they're right behind me. Yeah, I won't die wondering. So I've got out of the car and just started legging it. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cops literally sitting, standing two meters away. He goes, "What are you doing, mate? Like, <laughs> we've got you." And I was just going, "Ah, oh, shit." You got me. And then the guy comes over and goes, uh, have you been drinking tonight, sir? I said, yeah, yes, yes, I have. And he goes, would you mind blowing into this? I said, look, mate, I'll stop you there. Um, I don't need to blow in that. I'll tell you right now, I'm fucked. <laughs> and I've just walked over to the back of the cop car and they've gone to put me in. And they're busy doing their paperwork stuff. Um, and, um, and one of the cops has said to the other, oh, can you just back it out for us? Yeah. I thought they were talking to me. And I generally <laughs> wasn't taking the piss. I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, try and help Matt here. So while they're doing the paperwork, I've walked over, hopped in my car, started reversing it out. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? Get in the back of the car, you dopey bastard. So I've, oh, yeah, and they chucked me in the back. And then we had to drive, you know, an hour and a half or more to get to the police station. Oh, so wow. by that time, I'd sobered up a bit. So I didn't blow too much, but... Yeah, no, it wasn't. Uh, oh, that's wasn't good, ideal. Eh? Yeah, yeah, but um, good lesson. Good lesson. The fence is still down. Is it? So yeah, there was a bit of a dilemma about putting the fence back up after, but I think actually a bit more room in the car park now. Yeah, Peter fair pub. Done them a favour. Okay, that's geez, that's a good yarn. Okay, this isn't so much a question. Someone's just asked, can you tell the story about the feed of fish you had at the after match? Oh, yep, yeah. Um, must have been uh, first year at Tassie. The boys played down in Canterbury. We've flown back up. The boys have come back, gone to the Spates Ale House, and they're just sort of bringing out big platters of, you know, sliders and burgers and stuff and yeah. wedges and stuff. So I'm having a feed of wedges and sweet chilli sauce. That's crucial. <laughs> um, and then I've had this burger. It's got white meat in it. So I've just yarned to the boys, you know, this and that. that I've just chucked it in, ate, eaten the whole thing, and then I'm sitting there in my um, tongues feels quite numb and my throat's itchy and I'm sort of eating these wedges going, Jesus, this bloody sweet chili sauce is spicy. <laughs> um, little did I know it was actually a blue, clot, blue cod slider um, and I'm like anaphylactic, re- allergic to fish. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So since not when? Since uh, two years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Irene O'Malley, my grandma, gave me a feed of it in the bath and oh. um, just about carked it but Jeez. pulled through. So ever since then. No fish no until fish. this yeah. moment. Until, this yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, and then I've sort of eaten it and gone, oh, shit, something's not right there. Um, asked the waitress what was in the burgers, and she goes, oh, blue cod, here's the chicken ones. And I've got, uh, stood up, right, boys, I'll see you tomorrow, I'm off to the hospital. Yeah. Went to ring Doc, but she was home for the night, so Andrew Goodman, the godfather, absolute legend. Yeah. He goes, oh, I'll take you up to the to the hospital, Bruce. So up we go and get the hospital, and I was, so I'm having an allergic reaction, but I'm pretty calm about it. And the lady sort of sits me down at A&E and goes, you know, what are you, what are you in for? And I was like, oh, I've uh, 
have an allergic reaction. She goes, okay, um, just a few details. Uh, what's your full name? And I'm like, oh, yeah, give them the name. And what's your age? What's your dress? And I've just gone, like, sorry, love, but I'm having a reaction here. We need to <laughs> fill this stuff out later. I need to get inside. So what she, happens to you? Oh, the throat just starts swelling up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it'll, it'll probably just keep going. Till, and close over. Yeah, yeah. so um, they've got me inside, shot of adrenaline in the arm, and, and yeah. good as gold, it settles down after that. So, But then I was back to... Um, Back to Goody and Nina's for the night, so Jeez. just to make sure I didn't wake up and you know have another reaction. So um, yeah, not not a great not a no. great shout, but Jeez. you know no fish on the menu. No, good stuff. Um, another one. So you were quite a good cricketer, I hear. Enjoyed cricket, yeah. And there's yeah. one occasion that you had a great game in a Hawke Cup game. Yeah, that's right, Jimmy. Um, I was probably always a better cricketer than rugby player, to be honest. Oh, yeah. 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 What, batsman? Yeah, bat, I sort of bat um, three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Tweak a few offies poorly, but um, couldn't turn the ball. But yeah. But no, more of a batsman. But I was playing Hawke Cup uh, for North Otago's sixth or seventh form, and we were playing Otago Country in Alex. And I've come in and um, got a few runs. You know, it's, it's a good day, hitting them well. And then I was sort of getting late in the day, and I'd, I'd never scored 100. You know, yeah, so I was pretty, I was pretty, pretty pumped about it. And the guy come on, was about an over to go, and he goes, "Oh, you're on 95." And I was like, "Shit, you know, this is this is gonna be big." <laughs> Just see it out for the day, and I'll sort of take it off tomorrow. So, 95 overnight, and I'm pretty pumped about it. You know, go back, and I, I can't go to the pub. All the all the North Tiger boys go to the pub. I was, must have been 17, so I couldn't go to the pub. Yeah, oh, yeah, get the preparation right and make sure I do this. And had about a thousand throwdowns in the morning. You know, mum and dad have come up to watch the game, <laughs> and yeah. You know, Watch me get the hundred, and I've sort of gone out, and I've been absolutely skittled first <laughs> over, and it was just the most buddy. Oh, it was terrible, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. So tough, tough to swallow that tough one. Tough day. Yeah. Was it? What do you, What do you put it down to? Oh, probably uh, lack of um, lack of attention. <laughs> but no, I, I, ever since that day, I was like, oh, well, the, you, you can you can sort of over-prepare. I think I sort of... Yeah, over-did it. Over-did it, mate. Should have just gone out and had a few beers with the boys. So that may, have, that may have been a bit of a turning point for me, I think. Yeah, so... Is that what stopped you playing cricket? Because if you're a better cricketer than rugby player, why didn't you pursue oh, cricket? I just enjoyed rugby more. Yeah, yeah. So cricket was good, but, you know, long days. Yeah. Um, and all that. But, no, I just always loved, loved the rugby and... Had a passion for it, so fair enough. Gave it a crack. Do what you love. Love That's what right. you do. That's correct. Last question: Top five songs. Mm. Hold my hand, Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay. Uh, Bad out of hell, Meatloaf. Glory days, Bruce Springsteen. How many, Bruce, how many have we got left? Yeah, how many have we got left? Two more. Um, yeah, I'll give you. I'll just give you top three. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That'll do. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Jeez. <laughs> what a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the greats. It's been great to have you on, Brucey. Um, really appreciate you giving up your time coming on the podcast. You're an absolute lad, like I said at the start. Um, massive part of the Tasman success, uh, not only on the field but off it. You're an absolute champion bloke. And it's been great having you share your story on the Waterloo podcast. Jimmy, it's been great being here. Thanks for having me, mate. Hey, thank you. Thanks, mate.